0: The following is a recording of the informational gathering held immediately after the worship service on November 14, 2021, at which members of the Pastoral Search Committee presented portions of the statements of faith of the couple whom they have chosen to be the new covenant pastors for Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church, Dr. Calvin Sidner and his wife, Joanna Sidner.
1: We have some handouts uh, with the bio that are going around now, I believe. Um, So this is the, the same biographical information that was in the email on Friday. But if everyone would give us a moment as those are handed out. And as the pastor hiring committee is coming to the front pew. Has anyone not received one of the handouts with the bio just yet. Okay, I mean a few over on the far side here. Thank you, Pete. All right, has everyone got a handout now? Wonderful. All right, well, grace and peace, everyone. Thank you for staying after worship for this informational gathering. To hear from the pastor nominating committee uh, about the two wonderful folks uh, that we have coming in as our co-covenant pastors. uh, Dr. Calvin Sidner IV and uh, his spouse Joanna Sidner. Let us open up uh, this gathering with prayer to our creator and our redeemer, our Lord and Savior, who has made this glorious day. Let's pray. Nurturing Lord this congregation has been through a lot over the years, over decades, even. And this nation and this world has been through even more. We are grateful, God, that you have brought us through to this moment, that your providence has led us to connection with the sinners and vice versa. And Lord, we look with anticipation, we look with joy and hope at the possibilities of what you will do in and through this congregation in the days to come. As you drive us forward, as you connect us with the Sidners in our collective call to train grateful disciples of Christ, of you, as you drive forward our collective call to awaken a love for you in this city and beyond by doing justice, loving mercy, and walking humbly with you. God, we thank you for Calvin and for Joanna. We ask that you bless their ministry here, preaching and teaching the gospel, offering pastoral care, working with the session and the diaconate and the congregation at large to support the ministries and the missions of Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church. God, thank you for this co-pastoring couple. Bless their ministry with and among us. And may we all be blessed and a blessing to one another. In Christ's name we pray these things. Amen. Before we hear uh, some more from the Pastoring hire, or the pastor Hiring Committee uh, about the Sidners, I just want to share a few reminders and an overview of this meeting, um, as well as you know, the role that the Sidners are going to be stepping into with us. So first, everyone now has uh, that handout with a brief bio for the Sidners. Uh, it's that same info that was in the email this past Friday, which you can learn a little bit more about them there. Uh, second, as a reminder, the Sidners will be coming in as uh, covenant pastors. And a covenant pastor, it's a kind of pastoral role, or it's the kind of pastoral role, that our pastor hiring committee was formed and charged by session to seek. Covenant pastor is somewhat of a technical term of art from the presbytery, uh, but it basically just means that the session and the pastor, or now in our case co-pastors, annually come to an agreement about the terms and the responsibilities of their pastoral roles. Covenant pastors can and have served congregations for long tenures. With, terms, with the terms of the position simply being either just annually renewed or tweaked and adjusted as mutually agreed upon by the session and the covenant pastors. But it's important to note, unlike installed pastors, which we have also had in the past, uh, covenant pastors are simply hired by the session. Uh, so as such, and for clarity's sake, um, this informational gathering is not a formal congregational meeting to vote on anything, uh, but rather, an opportunity to rejoice and to learn more about the Sidners. The third thing I wanted to note uh, is that the Sidners uh, will each be respectively serving a little over 20 hours per week in their roles as co pastors. Uh, Dr. Sidner uh, Calvin will be continuing his medical practice as a podiatrist at McGuire Veterans Hospital um, in a part time role there as well. And they will share the duties and responsibilities around preaching and teaching and pastoral care. Uh, the Sidners will also be sharing the responsibilities as head of staff, spearheading the staff's creative, collaborative work together as a team. And both Chris and I had an opportunity to meet with Calvin and Joanna, and each of us felt an immediate connection with their warmth, their groundedness in God's grace their prayerful relationship uh, with our creator and savior, Jesus Christ. And we're both eagerly looking forward to serving with them together as a team. Um, I did also want to note that they will be, well, I'll note this in a moment, uh, but they will be coming to town. Uh, the first day is December 1st, and they will be moving to Richmond. They have a place uh, that they'll be renting on Monument Avenue. Um, but before that, uh, the fourth thing I wanted to note uh, is that the Sidners are through essentially all of the ordination hoops, uh, save one last one, uh, which is preaching before Presbytery, before the Presbytery of the James on February uh, 19th uh, this coming, coming year. They are both already well-versed in pastoral roles of preaching, teaching, and providing pastoral care. Uh, both in their preparation for ordination and honestly throughout their lives as followers of Christ. The one element uh, that they will, of course, hold off on until they are fully ordained is the administration of the sacraments as well as moderating session. Um, and I will simply fill in for those two roles uh, until their ordination, um, which they are also looking forward to having right here with us at Grace Covenant. Last but not least, uh, the Sidners' first day will be on Wednesday, December 1st, Um, but uh, they will also be with us here uh, to worship alongside us on next Sunday, on November 21st. Um, They won't be leading worship that day, uh, but they will be here again to worship alongside us. And after worship, we will have a reception in the social room uh, to greet and welcome them. And light refreshments and punch and coffee will be served We'll probably also ask folks to put on name tags to help with the introductions. Now that we have some of the logistics laid out, uh, I'm going to hand things over to members of the pastor hiring committee uh, to share more about Calvin and Joanna. Uh, They're each going to read a portion of either Calvin or Joanna's statement of faith, respectively, uh, and then share a few words about why they personally felt the Sidners would be such a powerful choice as our new covenant co-pastors. I do want to note uh, that one pastor hiring committee member, uh, Matt Chris, was not able to be here today, uh, but he is also in full support of the Sinners as co-pastors for Grace Covenant. So without further ado, let me hand it over to the pastor, nominating, or pastor hiring committee.
2: Good afternoon. <laughs> I'm so excited to help introduce Joanna and Calvin To our Grace Covenant family, so I'd like to begin by reading a portion of Joanna's Statement of Faith, quote, I believe in the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and in the authority of the Holy Scripture as to how God reveals God's self to all of humanity for God's mission of salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. God established a covenant with God's people, Israel, as revealed in the Holy Scripture. God sent the one and only Son into the world with all authority by grace and love. As such, Jesus Christ is the Church's head and calls and equips the Church to glorify God for all eternity, joyfully. Christ is the foundation, life, and hope of the Church by which all are reconciled to God, unified for God's mission, and assured through the confession of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior." End quote. There are many reasons I think the Sidners will be a wonderful addition to our family. Um, Specifically, I think it will be really wonderful having them come alongside our already knowledgeable and faithful Sunday School teachers and Bible study teachers. Joanna led a devotional at the beginning of one of our meetings. Um, It was a lesson on trusting God and trusting what the Holy Spirit is doing in our midst. Um, I could sense her passion for teaching and preaching. Her devotional was full of scripture references and solid theology. I think it's fair to say that our committee was impressed, and I'm so hopeful for Grace Covenant and very excited that the Sidners will be joining us in the next few weeks. Thank you.
3: Good afternoon, I will share a statement of faith for Kevin Signer and it reads as follows, I believe in the one triune God. The triune God is the eternal, inseparable, seamless, indistinguishable, and without confusion, three persons in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The triune God is how we come to know God through Christ and how we are inspired to participate in the reconciliation of all women and men to God. God is the creator of all things, the heavens and the earth. God created women and men in God's image, not that we see God as a human, but what we are, God's very good creation, called to love our creator and one another. God's love is seen through God's election of Israel, where God came down low and became like us in every way except sin. God calls us to meet people where they are in their journey as Jesus Christ walks with us. God calls believers of all ages to participate in God's mission in the world. We participate by sharing the gospel message to all people regardless of race, creed, ethnicity, gender, or age were called to participate by word and deed in the mission of Jesus Christ, End quote. I would like to thank the congregation session and the committee for the opportunity to serve on the pastor hiring committee. The committee was dedicated in the pursuit of finding the best minister for Grace Covenant. With the full participation of all members, I believe we have succeeded. As many candidates were considered, we concluded we have been blessed to recommend Calvin and Joanna. They are truly what Grace Covenant needs at this moment of time. Good listeners kind, easy to communicate with, I feel as though I've known them all of my life. And for me, that's a remarkable thing. I have found them to be well-grounded in scriptures and with extraordinary ability to deliver meaningful sermons. When you have the chance to engage them, I believe you will be impressed. Thank you.
4: Good afternoon. I'm gonna read from Joanna's statement of faith. God calls me to respond and encourage others to respond to God's gracious call through Jesus Christ as faithful followers. We must reflect to the world the hope and salvation of Jesus Christ by opening ourselves to God's revelation through Bible study. We must love one another as ourselves and forgive those who do wrong to us, remembering Jesus' forgiveness of our sins. We must commit to the united body of Christ, one faith, and born again in Christ by the sacrament of baptism. In remembrance, we must regularly receive the sacrament of Holy Communion by the power of the Holy Spirit. We will look towards living holy lives in Jesus Christ. The body of Christ, the church, must testify that God entered humanity in the form of Jesus Christ, lived, died, and was resurre- resurrected as an act and example to the world of his taking away our sins and conquering death once and for all. Sharing the gospel truth of salvation through Jesus Christ to the sinful world is the legacy the church witnessed down through history. We will continue to be witnessed from one generation to the next through eternity. I was attracted most to Calvin and Joanna because of the depth and maturity of their faith. I saw this in the statements of faith that we're reading from today, in the preaching that we were able to see on, online, in the answers to the questions that we gave them during our interview sessions with them, and most of all, their willingness to heed God's call to ministry halfway through their already incredibly successful lives. When most people are thinking about downsizing and retirement, Calvin and Joanna chose to go to seminary and prepare themselves for service as ministers for Jesus Christ and his church. One of my tasks on the hiring committee was to follow up on the references that Joanna supplied on her PIF. Carlton did the same for Calvin. I spoke with five different people, and without exception, each person I spoke with talked about how lucky we would be if we could get Joanna and Calvin to our church. In these conversations, I heard Joanna described as humble, a servant leader with a strong sense of self, that she is caring, compassionate, a people person, warm, loving, authentic, and transparent and prayerful. I'm excited for each of you to discover these qualities in Joanna and Calvin too. I trust in the future of Grace Covenant with Calvin and Joanna at our helm, steering us in all that we do towards Jesus Christ. God has truly sent a double blessing in them. Thank you.
5: Good morning, can y'all hear me? Sorry, a little person here. Um, So I'm going to be reading from Calvin's Statement of Faith. Jesus Christ is the head of the church, who calls us into the mission of the church. God poured out his spirit on all flesh, and God sent and continues to send all believers to minister and bear witness to the saving grace of Jesus Christ, God graciously gives people to participate in the body of Christ to fulfill the church's mission the continuing work of Jesus Christ As the church we are to partake in Christ's redemptive mission of the world by joining in the life of the church I believe in the mission of the church the mission of the church is to participate in the co-mission of Jesus Christ Christ walks with us as we are sent out to go and make disciples of men, women, and children of all race, races, nationalities, genders, and ages. We participate in worship through a proclaiming the saving grace of Jesus Christ, willingly sharing our gifts in worship and receiving the sacraments, baptism and the Lord's Supper, as a response to God's grace. I just want to um, piggyback on what everybody has said that reading through and praying over who god wants to send to this church at this time to us um i think i just wanted somebody who would love us where we are and want to point us to christ and these are two people who know jesus personally and that's what i want most of all is that we don't need um a 10-step plan to look like something else we need people to love us right where we are because that's what jesus did jesus came as a humble baby and lived with us and took on the fullness of God, of the brokenness of the world and was raised from the dead and people who point us to Jesus. We don't need more programs. We need more Jesus. And we need the Holy spirit to come and fill this place so that we get excited about, um, where we are now, but also where God is taking us. And I think Calvin and Joanna love Jesus. You know, when you can meet somebody who knows him personally, I sensed that immediately when I talked with them, when we sat with them. They know Jesus, and they love him, and that's what we need. Um, I, I just think that—I uh, think that—I uh, think we just need people who are going to love us where we are and um, be Christ to us, and that's what I'm really excited about. Sorry, I get really excited about it
6: good afternoon Um, i noticed when i saw that i was following ann randolph in this that uh, i didn't i didn't win the luck of uh, the best one to follow because that very moving uh, recommend uh, recommendation of calvin and joanna we had we had seen in our meetings as well. I will be reading this morning uh, from the last part of Joanna's um, statement of faith. By God's grace, as I answer God's call, I will encourage the church to regularly seek the opportunity to proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior to the world by participating in the life of the church locally and around the world. We will live the gospel by feeding and providing shelter for societies marginalized. It will be a priority to nurture all believers in the way of the Lord and to provide for their spiritual fellowship by engaging in Sunday school, Bible study, and other ministries of the church. In good times and in times of trouble, the church will continue to worship and glorify our triune God in spirit and truth by being open to new ways of encountering God. For example, by using technology like Zoom to worship God in the season of COVID-19. We will not turn a blind eye to social injustices, but encourage and defend what is right for all people according to God's mission, by setting the example of serving all humankind, regardless of race, gender, age, nationality, or socioeconomic status. The church will reflect reflect God's will by living the words stated in the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. That's Matthew 6, verse 10. I'd like to share with you um, the moment where I first became convinced that uh, the Holy Spirit was moving in our process. And it came through the joys of technology as Joanna recognized. We, We first met Calvin and Joanna through their paperwork, through this written statement of faith, and also their background papers. But then we met them on zoom and one advantage of zoom, as you know, is you get to see multiple faces, depending on how you set your screen up. And I had the screen set so that I could see everybody on the committee uh, and Calvin and Joanna too. One of the places we started early on in that discussion was asking them about their call to the ministry. So you get to watch their heartfelt response at the same time that I got to watch the faces of our committee. And I could tell without a show of hands or a vote or anything, affirmative, except the look on their faces, that we were on to something here. We didn't stop right at that point. We also went forward to have a face-to-face meeting with them. And Zoom is wonderful, but it doesn't replace face-to-face. The the face-to-face meeting was here at the church, up in the 212 conference room. It was a further development of the same point. We ended that session at Ann Randolph's suggestion with with the committee gathering around Calvin and Joanna, laying hands on them and having a moment of prayer, whoever was was, uh, prompted to speak a very moving full a very moving end to that meeting and again assurances that uh, this this was right this is what we should do I'll also add a brief comment that I also got to sit in on the meeting that Nelson and Chris had with the two of them Um, and Nelson has expressed Uh, their view and and how that meeting went as well. Um, These are good people. They're warm. They listen. They're very respectful to each other. Um, As we ask questions and so forth. uh, They were respectful to the other who, you know, one one didn't reply for the other one uh, but deferred to give that that opportunity so for myself and for the committee um, we are proud and very pleased to introduce our new covenant pastors to you and look forward to having them join us
0: i don't know if being last is good or not but uh... Uh, I want to share um, the last three paragraphs of Calvin's statement of faith and then uh, give you two vignettes that uh, I thought were at least very unique to me and convinced me without any doubt that this was God's couple for this church. Through the Holy Spirit, we are inspired to live a life of holiness. We are empowered to speak and live the truth of Jesus Christ in worship and in life. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we are saved by God's grace to a new life by faith in Jesus Christ. In God's faithfulness, we are called to join in God's justice and righteousness in a broken world to reveal God's presence and love, even while suffering. In Christ, we are inspired to walk with the sick, the underserved, the marginalized, and the oppressed for wholeness, restoration, and reconciliation. Through God's love, Christ's grace, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, we are called to bear witness to Jesus Christ and participate in the already kingdom, quotation marks around the word, already kingdom of God. I believe Christ has called me as a teaching elder in the service to Jesus Christ. The first vignette uh, took place in Hilton Head. And uh, Carolyn Leith was sitting next to me when this happens, so she can uh, vouch for what I'm about to say. I was there for a couple-day seminar sponsored by Theology Matters, in which um, the theme was to... um, spread Jesus Christ to the nations and from generation to generation. There was a breakout session that I was invited to and it had to do with, um, for lack of a better term, uh, the bankruptcy of theological education in the 21st century. And It was basically a discussion of what has happened to our seminaries. They no longer preach the gospel. They no longer believe in the Lordship of Christ. They no longer um, uh, believe that the scriptures are the inspired word of God. And we ran into a lot of that folks when we went through applicants for this position. I was just amazed at some of the things these people were saying in their statement of faith that had absolutely nothing to do with the gospel. But anyway, at this uh, breakout session, um, I made a comment to the group uh, that we were concerned, too, as members of the search committee, uh, that we were getting candidates that really didn't have anything to offer us, had no substance to them, we weren't even sure how vibrant their own personal faith was. And since we were talking about seminaries at at that discussion, uh, one of the seminaries that had been asked to to work with Theology Matters in terms of setting up an online uh, teaching opportunity was the University of Dubuque Theological Seminary in Dubuque, Iowa. Now you folks may not know anything about that, and that's fine. We usually think of Princeton Union and and those kind of seminaries, but Dubuque has been a Presbyterian seminary for quite a while, and I have a couple friends who went to that seminary, and they're all very solid. But I made the comment uh, during uh, my my comments there, is that um, if Dubuque is as good as I've been led it to be from some of the friendships I had over the years, then we have a couple that has applied for the pastoral position at our church who both have their seminary degrees from Dubuque. Says we never dealt with a couple before, so we don't know how that's gonna work. And that's about all I said and um, after the meeting was over, a young lady comes back to where I was seated, or, or actually was where uh, Carolyn and I were seated. And she said to, to us, um, are you referring to the Sidnors? And I said, yeah. How do you know them? She said, I went to seminary with them. And she said, don't let these people fall through the cracks. She said, this is an outstanding couple, totally committed to Christ, totally uh, committed to the gospel, and has their whole ministry based on the authority of scripture. If you don't move forward on them, you will have lost diamonds. Well, (laughs) uh, Carolyn and I sort of looked at each other, and uh, our conclusion was this had to be the Holy Spirit talking to us. And I mauled that over for the next couple of days, and the more I thought about it and the more I prayed about it, the more convinced I was that that was not an accident, and you... And and I found that information out 700 miles from here. When I got back to Richmond, what you may not connect is that I work with Dr. Sidnor. He's been in our department for at least four years. I knew he was a Christian. Uh, He's certainly a very good podiatric surgeon. But I never thought that much about him in terms of going into the ministry. And then when we got this couple application and I saw his picture, I thought, I just talked to that guy yesterday. (laughs) Anyway, when I got back to Richmond from Hilton Head, I invited Calvin to come to the office and let's talk. We talked for an hour. He gave me information about his call. He grew up in Philadelphia. I grew up in Harrisburg, which is not that far away. We both went to the uh, same university for graduate training in in medical science, Temple University. I was there about 20 years before him. (laughs) But anyway, he, he, he told me that he was sort of the black sheep of the family, and I said, why? He said, well, my father was a minister, my grandfather was a minister, I got some brothers who are a minister, and I go off to medical school. And, uh, and he said, I've never had any doubt that I was supposed to be in the medical field. But he said, uh, the Lord started readjusting my thinking in the last couple of years, and said, all right, Calvin, you've done this for the first phase of your life. I got something else for you to do for the next phase of your life. And he took that very seriously and decided to go to seminary. And his wife uh, was working uh, in in a social work context and the Lord was working in her life totally independent of Calvin's knowledge that she should also go to seminary. And one day he found out she had already applied to go to Dubuque. And he said, "Uh, are you sure you want to do this? She said, I'm absolutely sure. If I didn't do this, God would not be happy. And uh, they started praying about it. And he says, I think, I think it's time for me to do the same thing. So they went to the seminary together. And as I understand the feedback I've gotten, and I talked to the dean of the seminary when I was uh, in Hilton Head. He said, this is a very unique couple. He said, they're probably some of the best students we've ever had in this seminary. And they're very committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And that came through when I talked to him in the office one-on-one. He said, if you want to define me, there are two ways to define me. I believe that Christ is absolutely Lord and is in charge of my life, my wife's life, and should be in charge of the church. And he says, I also believe that the scriptures are the authoritative word of God and the means by which God has chosen to communicate with us. And I didn't try to pull that out of him. He volunteered that on his own. I was absolutely convinced from those two vignettes that we got the right couple here. And uh, I'm excited about it. And watching the committee develop in terms of thinking about this couple and talking to them, we were unanimous from the first discussion on these people. And we were not unanimous on anybody else. Uh, So, folks, I I think this is God's doing. It's marvelous in my eyes. I hope it's marvelous in your eyes. And we're looking forward to having them here. So uh, that's, I've talked too long, but that's pretty much uh, what I wanted to summarize for you.
1: Uh, Enormous thanks to the pastoring hiring committee for all the work that you all poured in over many, many months and many, many meetings. I uh, thank you all as well this morning, reading through Calvin and Joanna's statements of faith and for sharing your thoughts about why you felt they would be such wonderful fits to come alongside our congregation and to help us all grow in Christ together. Uh, before we close, and I close this in a prayer, uh, I want to just give a reminder that uh, Wallace Sidner's first day will again be Wednesday, December 1st. They will be able to be here and worship with us next Sunday, uh, November 21st. Uh, again, they won't be helping leading worship that day, but they will be here to worship alongside us. And uh, after we worship together, we'll have a reception in the social room to greet and welcome them. And there'll be light refreshments, punch, and coffee. I also just want to note that if anyone has any questions on any fronts or wants any more details, the pastoring higher committee, as well as some session additional session members, will be up front after we finish here. So you can come forward, ask questions, um, or just give them high fives, whatever you feel compelled to do. Uh, <laughs> um, to close, I just want to close with a prayerful benediction that's building on the words of scripture that Calvin and Joanna named respectively as lodestars for their lives in Christ uh, from John 14 as well as from 1 Peter 3. And I'm also potentially going to go a little rogue and invite us to all... uh, I'm going to read through these scripture passages as a benediction, but then I'm going to to invite us to stand and then we can acapella sing the doxology. Uh, So... I know, Chris. You don't have to to play, it can be a cappella unless you want to play. He said, we'll play. (laughs) So let's let's stand and receive this benediction. Uh, Again, these words of scriptures uh, that are close to the heart of Calvin and Joanna. Peace Christ leaves with you, his peace he gives to you. He does not give to you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid, but in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. And as you go forth, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. God's blessing on all of y'all now and forevermore. And let's sing the doxology together.